Hi everybody, I am David. I am a grateful, grateful recovering addict. I am grateful for another day clean today. Um, and uh, CeeLo, thank you for inviting me to come share. Um, there's a special place in my heart for uh, for New York, for Brooklyn, for uh, for the uh, for the island, uh, because uh, I got to spend uh, about a year and a half. Uh, well, I got to spend about uh, six and a half months up in that area uh, many years ago, and uh, uh, it uh, I was made to feel at home in a, as a stranger in a strange land. Um, it was uh, over the holidays in 0708 and uh, I got to I got to oh, I got to uh, spend some time at a uh, at a New Year's Eve meeting in Harlem by accident. Um, I uh, hopped a subway, jumped off at the wrong uh, at the wrong subway train station and uh, I was escorted by three very large, very scary-looking men who noticed my key tags hanging off of my key off of my uh, pants belt loop, and uh, they walked me to a church in Harlem where they were having a uh, overnight uh, overnight New Year's Eve meeting, and uh, I got to uh, I got to have an amazing experience there uh, amongst my brothers and sisters. Now. Uh, for qualification purposes, I walked into these rooms when I was 16 years old. That was July 3rd, 1988. By the grace of a loving higher power, I never walked back out. It wasn't because I was bored. It wasn't because I had nothing better to do. It's because I was fucking done. Um, additionally, if, uh, if swearing is a thing in this meeting that you don't like that, there are sponsors for that shit. So... I uh, just want to make sure that we're clear. Um, now, CeeLo made reference to a slogan that I have assumed, uh, and she talked about having a slogan that fits for you. Mine is tough shit don't use. Because no matter how fucking bad it gets, no matter how weird it gets, no matter how shitty it gets, tough shit don't use. Your wife leaves you, your dog leaves you, your... Your kids hate you, your car burns up, your house gets repossessed. None of that shit is big enough and bad enough for you to get fucking high. And uh, those are all excuses. And uh, if you feel like you can get high over an excuse, you need to work a more solid program and talk to your sponsor a little bit more often. Hit a few more fucking meetings. So this topic was not one that I picked. This topic picked me. And that's important. It's important that I was not the one who found it. It, it jumped out at me and smacked me in the face. Um, because it's been something I've dealt with for a number of years now. I've got three decades plus clean. And trying to find somebody that I can share experience, strength, and hope with or have them share experience, strength, and hope from the other side of that has become a challenge. Now, I have been fortunate that my current sponsor has more clean time than me. My sponsor before that sponsor had almost a decade more clean time than me. Uh, the problem with finding sponsors who have more than 33 years clean is that typically they are older than fuck. And they are subject to die. That's 
the reality of the fellowship. At 30 years clean, we start getting sick. At 40 years clean, we start getting sick and old. And at 50 plus, we're just fucking old. And it's any day. It's any day. Um, my sponsor actually shared something with me yesterday that I want to share. Uh, he said, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of going home. But I got shit to do while I'm here, so get the fuck out of my way if you're not going with me. That is, that is a piece of, that is a piece of information that I absolutely needed yesterday. Um, I find myself just recently getting a lot of people reaching out to me with, hey, Dave, you're a predecessor. Uh, can you, what's your opinion about blah, 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 whatever it is? And I'll be honest, I don't give my opinion. My opinion, my opinion is just like your opinion. It, it stinks. My opinions are just what's rattling around in my head, and my head is what got me into these fucking rooms in the first place. So, I share my experience, strength, and hope. I share what the literature has to say. And I spent time in literature, not just in the basic text, not just in the living clean, not just in the it works, how, and why, but in service bulletins and in service uh, information pamphlets. And I've taken the time to be familiar with the fellowship to that has graciously given me my life back because it's important for me to know what the hell I'm doing. Now, I have a higher power that is of my misunderstanding. And I say that both jokingly and very seriously. I have no idea what my higher power is doing with me on a day-to-day -day basis. What I do know is that my higher power never takes me outside of spiritual principles. Anytime that I do something that feels like it's outside of spiritual principles, it's my own doing. And it's me taking my eyes off of what my higher power has got for me. You know, we do not have the luxury of choosing who is allowed to save our lives. If I didn't sit and spend my time listening to people with... 30, 60, 90 days clean, you know, 5, 10, 15 years clean, I would not have any kind of experience to draw from. And the huge part of that is we are all on this path, but we're at different places when we jump onto this path. So today, I know I have a problem with relationships, let's say. Let's say I have a problem with interpersonal relationships with the opposite sex. I can't successfully have a relationship. So I listen for the experience of people who have got that shit together. And they might listen to me about traditions and concepts or how to do a budget or how to fart around with your computer. But we're all in a different spot. So we all have the same amount of value regardless of clean time. 
So when we listen to the people who have 25 days, who walk into the rooms and are talking out the side of their neck, we have to remember that there is some value there. And knowing where to look for that value rather than immediately judging they've got very little clean time, they should sit down and shut up. I will never tell a newcomer, and for me, a newcomer is somebody with 25 years or less clean, just from my perspective. So I will never tell a newcomer to sit down and shut up because I need to hear what they have to say. The other side of that is I will not allow myself to be put on that pedestal that I got shoved up onto so many different times because the end result of being put onto a pedestal is having a stick in your ass. Now, I want you to hear that again. The end result of being on a pedestal is having a stick up your ass. Because when you get to be that person who knows everything and gets to give their advice about everything, all you do is become this judgmental, grumpy, shitty person who just wants to talk to hear their own voice. I have somebody in my home group who is like that, that I love dearly. And I will respect their place that they are in. But I also have the ability to practice a spiritual principle called <clears throat> thoughtfulness, consideration. I can consider whether or not I need to take that person's input or if I can set that aside and put that into the toolbox for something I might need later. It's also known as discernment. I can be discerning about who I choose to have involved personally in my recovery. I have somebody like CeeLo in my life, and I guarantee you, I am discerning that I want to have that input in my day, every day. Yeah, I'm calling you out. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. I got people who have tripped across me over the course of my recovery. I remember running into tie-dye Tommy like a year ago in a random meeting. And it's hard to mistake tie-dye Tommy for anybody else. So, you know, and the friends that I've made in my new home group, which, by the way, is the best home group in the fucking world. Sorry, it's just a thing. And if you don't feel like your home group is the best home group in the world, you need to find a different fucking home group. It's just like if you don't feel like you have the best sponsor in the world, start shopping. You know? You know, one of the things that caught me out of that reading was no amount of clean time makes us immune to our disease or exempt from the, from the challenges of life. Life on life's terms fucking happens. It happens every day. And 
those circumstances can be something as small as I didn't make it to an appointment that I really wanted to make it to, or it can be as big as what I got yesterday when I had to talk to my sponsor and finding out that I have advanced, uh, advanced emphysema and COPD and that I have to make some life choices in my health that are going to be choices as to how long I get to stay clean. So, that's the first time I shared that in a meeting. I am not scared because it's part of life on life's terms. And it's just like my sponsor told me yesterday. When my time comes, my time comes. When it's time to punch my fucking card, it's time. But until that time, I've got shit to do. And I do. Part of that is getting to share with you guys. Part of that is getting to listen in my home group, listen in this meeting to people who have clean time and have experiences that I don't have. When you are in a meeting, I'm for an example, somebody with less clean time than me, somebody with 30 days, I'm going to pick on somebody because I can, because I can. Allison comes into a meeting, shares some experience, strength, and hope. That experience, strength, and hope affects me. It gives me hope. It gives me promise that this program works. So, I can't discount that. I can't discount that just because of a time. Because that part of the path that she is on, and I have not been, is important to me. Getting to listen to my friends, listening to Sugar Bear yell at me in a meeting, even though he's not directly yelling at me, and knowing that he has got experience that I desperately need makes it valuable to me. And see, he shut off his screen because he got embarrassed. I love that shit. <laughs> I don't know anything more than anybody else. I know different stuff than some people. That's where my value lies. When you see that old timer come into the room and share about still being sick and sad and struggling, my advice is don't treat them any differently than you would somebody with 30, 60, 90 days saying, I am sick and sad and struggling and I don't know how to get past this. Because I don't. That's what this reading is all about. I don't want to be separate from you guys because I've been around for 33 years, 3 months, 20 some odd days. 12,170 days. There you go. I don't want to be separate from you because of that. I want to be just like I was in that first 90 days where people love me and accept me and, and give me good orderly direction and point me in the right direction and remind me that tough shit don't use actually means something. It's not just a slogan. 
The people who are in my life today are precious to me. I value them because they have shown me a new way to live. If you don't have those people in your life, find them because they're waiting for you. They are literally sitting in these boxes, sitting in in-person face-to-face meetings. I see it. Thank you. They're sitting in those face-to-face meetings waiting to love on you, regardless of how much clean time you have. Now, this is the part of the chair where I go on a little tangent because it's what I have. This is that experience, strength, and hope. If you only work the steps in the entire time that you are in recovery, you are shortchanging yourself from 24 pieces of our literature. Study the traditions just like you studied the steps. Study the concepts just like you studied the steps and traditions. We have a new meditation book coming out with spiritual principles. There's 83 of them listed. And if you don't think so, I know so. I've already read it. They're listed out. I'll send you a list if you want. Learn what they are. Apply one a day for 83 days, and you get to learn a different way of life. It's a beautiful place to be when you can say, As a spiritual principle today, I am not going to listen to your bullshit right now. It is a spiritual principle today to be able to say, I love you in spite of myself. Apparently, according to that book and that list, breakfast is a spiritual principle as well. Just saying. Because if you start your day right... and pack on some energy, and pack on some positive spirituality at the beginning of your day, the rest of your day falls into line a whole lot easier. So I'm going to start this the way that I, or I'm going to finish this the way that I started this. If nobody told you that they love you today, I just did, there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. So take the hug, and it is a true hug. And if you ever catch me at a convention, you're going to find out. Absolutely, absolutely fuck around and find out about my hugs. The second part is absolutely the only way I managed to get any kind of great, any kind of clean time is tough shit don't use. I love you all desperately. Thank you again, CeeLo, for inviting me and I will pass. Thank you, Dave.